sometimes that is better. Warning, the following podcast is not responsible for any heads that explode. <laughs> or if you happen to get shot by a shotgun. Or I guess kind of get like tossed out of your vehicle or something while listening to it. I don't really know. Or, or nodded off, at off. a lot or winked at a little bit. Or yeah, or if fire. you get like the O face while watching this or listening. Or, or the poop face. I mean, there was a lot of that too. But Well, like, all right. Constipation so face. If you're scanning someone, it's an O face, like a good O. And oh? if you're being scanned, it's a bad O. That's oh. what I learned. This oh, is what you learned. Yeah. What but you mean a bad O so like a like a toilet O is different than a bedroom O. Yeah. Are those the two differences that you're you're making? Yeah, here? yeah, definitely. Okay. All right. Well one's a P in the O. What? Wait, what? What? <laughs> do you want to do, you wanna this... do a diagram for me? I don't know what that means. No, we don't need drawings. Well, I did whatever. have dairy before this, and I'm oh, not no. allowed to have dairy. <laughs> oh, 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 I no. needed a frosty to stay awake after watching this movie. Oh, you're not kidding, dude. Um, oh, stop! No, no, we can't start already. I. No. All right. Guess what? La- forget everything, Nate. Oh, forget yeah, everything, Nate. No, I am stop Nate, it. the host. Stop it. No that guy over there is Charlie who's yelling. I am yelling. Guy over I there, I that's starting. Pete. Right. There is only one way to start this episode, and start I'm it. about to. No, here we go. Ah. You ever see that scene in Scanners when that dude's head blew up? <laughs> that's how we start this episode. <laughs> okay, of scanners. That's, that's fair. I, yeah. I think you're right, Charlie. I can't. Scanners. Argue with that. More like shotguns. Am I right or am I right? More like nappy time. No. (laughs) No, I I won't go that far. I will say, I thought I've seen this movie before. I totally have not. It turns out (laughs) the movie that I thought I saw that was this movie was rubber. That's on me. What? Like like the killer killer tire? Yeah, you know what? That movie was way exploding exploding heads than this movie it did because i thought the whole time it was going to be exploding head exploding head Mm -hmm. and it wasn't it wasn't no no goodness gracious don't why why, when will this month be over (laughs) (laughs) i i I will take credit for picking this movie because i had I remembered for once that I had not seen this film and I have always wanted to see it because it was, it was a Cronenberg film that I had not seen. This is a well-loved film. It's a well-loved cult film. Uh, And I've heard nothing but great things about it from other podcasts and other people that just gush over it. And then I watched it and I'm so happy that this has a cult following because if it was just me, then no one would watch this movie. Like this one has the most hype from when we announced all the movies we were doing this month. Yeah, pretty much. Like, people it really were really did. excited. I'm, I was and am excited. We're covering. Scanners. I'm still excited. I um, I love it, this movie. Do you really? I, I need I need to know more about the brain of Charlie 
for what was so good about this movie, but maybe not right at this very moment. No, so, we have things we got to do. Yeah, so can, yeah, yeah. Can we go ahead and hit the trailer real quick? Please of do. course. Let's do it. I would like to scan all of you in this room one at a time. There are four billion people on Earth. 237 are scanners. They'll control your mind, conquer your will, manipulate your body like a toy. Self-destruct in five seconds. The pain begins in your flesh, in your brain. Four seconds. You feel its power. Three seconds. The pressure, the pounding, the terror. Two seconds. You can't breathe. It chokes you. It destroys you. One second. You begin to self-destruct. Experience the terrifying power of scanners. You pray it will end, and it will. Scanners, their thoughts can kill. Literally the same noise after two. That's a hell of a so, trailer park, or trailer park. Trailer, <laughs> trailer park guy? That's an awesome trailer that. park I, guy. Now, there might be a scanner that lives in a trailer park. And like, well, if there's 237,000 or... No, no, 237. Period. Period. Yep. Now, the 4 million people, yeah. 237. <laughs> I found, I, I clicked on what said original theatrical trailer in 1981. Yeah. Uh, that's not that. Oh. This is actually the British one that gives you an X rating uh, warning at the beginning of it. Ooh. The first one I played, apparently they played the entire uh, setting of him asking for a volunteer and mm -hmm. Michael Ironside walks up to the table and they blow up the head. That oh, is the original trailer. There's your movie. That's your hook. And I was like, this is just the entire scene. Quite, quite literally blew your load on that trailer. This is the and beginning. This is why you don't watch trailers. Don't watch trailers. Yeah, this one totally would have done totally it. Totally blows it up. Since we're on that, the, the funny thing is Cronenberg literally added stuff before. This movie was supposed to open with that big auditorium setting. It was like, I need a volunteer. That's how the movie was supposed to start. But Cronenberg didn't want late moviegoers to miss this. So he added that whole thing with the, them capturing the 10 the minutes other before scanner. in the mall or something. Yeah. Okay. He added that so that the late viewers wouldn't miss the giant. Who's a late story. viewer? What idiot? What year was Dude, it? 80, wait, this is 82 or something. I still 81. go into theaters and people walk in 15, 20 minutes late. I swear. Well, I, I show up at that them. point. Well, that's you what see, I said. You can show up in the middle of the trailers because who the hell yeah. cares about the trailers? Oh, yeah. But don't. Get late for the no, film. It, 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 yeah, it happens. I have I have literally That's, watched I, walk I in cannot. and sit down, and I'm I, I be able it to blows do it. my mind. Spend ten twelve dollars for a movie and you're late for it. Oh, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Especially if it's a half hour, you make, an hour and a half, and you yeah, miss the you first twenty minutes. Money. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But that was that was actually a thing. Although I was kind of thinking about that was like you know the big thing back then was like drive-ins, and I remember going that if there was a lot of people coming to that movie. Oh, I suppose. Uh, yeah okay through the park and so uh -huh. that oh god my mind of hey, maybe that's what it is it's like maybe to people yeah enough okay time to get their spots that, i'll give you a pass for that i for that sure. was just a theory in my head mm -hmm. because we are the vinyl generation that probably got to enjoy drive-in movies yeah. i remember you not know, being able to go regular. see the first insidious in the drive-in because the line was so long that like by the time i finally got up to 
buy the ticket. They're like, yeah, the movie's already starting. Like we're trying. They're like basically denied me in. I was like, oh, oh, they they, this they sucks. know there's probably a point. I actually, yeah. uh, I there's came probably home. so many cars. Honestly. You, you might they might be full, quite literally. That yeah. too. Where I just came home from Ohio, you know, hanging out with you guys. Uh, that Sunday, I was driving back. A buddy of mine texted me saying, "Hey, man, the drive-in over here is playing Friday the 13th. Oh <gasps> no! And he got way. to go. He sent me pictures, and I was like, "Dude, I like I got home in time, but I was so white. Yeah, I was like, man, I can't do it. So, but I was like, oh my god, it was you amazing. know, you know, the funny thing when you were in town previously, I had just driven 18 hours from Colorado, and I still came." And watch a movie with you assholes, <laughs> and you yeah. couldn't get the gumption to go watch Friday the 13th on the big screen. Because I remember you almost falling asleep watching one movie with us. <laughs> I'm quite yeah. shocked I didn't. Yeah, I mean, he, he literally had a piece of pizza falling Not out really? of his mouth as he <laughs> was asleep. Surprise me. This this all could be true. Running. I don't know. <laughs> I was only I was there in body, but not in spirit. Exactly. Or mind, and I much. wanted to be at Friday the Thirteenth in spirit Understood. and body, so sure. I wanted to enjoy it. <laughs> Just so bust your balls, what, dude. That's why I was thinking on that. So, uh, well, this kind of ruins this whole thing. Like we knew this was the first watch for Pete, which is why yep. we picked it. I was hoping Nate had some kind of history with this movie, but apparently. He has history with changing tires or some shit. <laughs> yeah, and I have a history of just knowing that gif of the head exploding. Everybody it, knows it that is gif. Quite yeah. possibly in the top ten of mm-hmm. horror movie all scenes horror all, thing. all time. The chest burster from Alien, the 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 scanner explosion. Yeah. Uh, I do enjoy I know, that uh, Leatherface the... running in a circle at the end of Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, next generation. Uh, no, camera. no, yeah, definitely that one. Don't bring up that. Oh my god. Uh, so Nate, Vilmer is in... a legacy in the right. Texas Chainsaw it's lore. It's wrong. So Nate, do you have exist. like any memory of maybe not watching the movie, but what your what kind of? No, I legit thought I'd seen this, but I yeah. guarantee it's probably from some sort of horror documentary or something. Sure. That I've watched. It, it was it was a horror clip show, wasn't it? Like most likely. Like, yeah. Yeah, and oh, maybe even a Cronenberg uh, documentary. Very well, could have been. And as I was watching like the opening scene, I was like, I totally have not seen this. Mm-hmm. But I was instantly like hooked in because like the score is great. The score the restoration is of this so film. Cronenberg. Yep. Oh yeah. my yep. god! The most people would be like of this, this movie. Yeah, I'm most sorry? people Phenomenal. would be like this uh, soundtrack sucks. But if you don't know Cronenberg no, no. movies. You, you no, missed no. it because his but, his score for his movies add a level of creep and discomfort. Agreed to his film. Sorry, Nate, yeah. but I was like, you, no. you're going to talk already about the score. Yeah, you got to. I mean, it, what is that that he fun, uses phenomenal. a lot? Like the the theremin is that what that's called? Ther- yeah, theremin. That really theremin. Then that that's the Star Trek the, uh, the Star Trek instrument. God, it's I would love to play with one. I feel like I'd have a blast. I hey, think my, you would my, my middle name is Theremin. Probably you wanna... somehow Nate would have electrical sparks like a Jacob's ladder going across the <laughs> damn thing. <laughs> but I don't know how, but I think you would you would mess it up really bad. Maybe <laughs> watching this on HBO, it was part of the Criterion Collection yes. that they put on, so it looked phenomenal. And I always have an appreciation for old films that are automatically shot in widescreen, yeah, because then it takes up the entire TV, and yeah. you get to see. Every little so detail yep. 
that Cronenberg wanted you to see. Yeah. And like and he fills the opening the shots. Yeah. And there's no he space wasted nope. with the Not screen. Um, for the most part, I did enjoy this movie. What was cool was I don't have any nostalgia with this movie. I don't have anything connected with it. So mm-hmm. I get to kind of look at it without a bias in a mm-hmm. sense. Okay. And, but also, I'm not one of those people that automatically writes something off because it was made in the 80s, you know? No, never. Like, that's True. definitely never. something that happens. Them. Yeah. Um, but I also get to see where this is a movie that I enjoy the concept more than the execution. Oh, okay. That's actually fair. Mm-hmm. Um, before I give my well, backstory on I, it, I, I, I just want it to be known for those that maybe don't know even Cronenberg has you know gone on record saying he understands the story's a bit just disjointed he was writing and shooting at the exact same time they had two months to do this movie rust rush super rushed (laughs) yeah what he got on film Mm -hmm. is phenomenal in the time crunch he had to still come off as a Cronenberg so the disjointedness of the story i can't defend that i don't even think cronenberg ever really tried to defend it himself before he passed um yeah i'm sure he wishes he could still go back i think cronenberg's still alive I thought he cronenberg still died no he I'm just made a movie sure. last year yeah i thought that was got another one coming out his son is making movies his also son's making I'm... movies too that are very disturbing <laughs> okay yeah. well we'll ask all that <laughs> Uh, Remember, I am David Cronenberg, and this is how I sound. <laughs> Remember I, when we did the fly, and I, he was I on the show. The I swore we thought we, I thought we did that because he died. No, so, he just keeps saying, "May he rest in peace," and he's alive. <laughs> oh, oh well. <laughs> but like the idea of these people that can blow up your mind, but only one of them does it, and then the idea of someone tracking down a bad guy version of it. I like that idea. It, it could yeah, be no, cat and mouse. There were, there were a lot of films back then that did that. You had like Firestarter and like Dead Zone and yeah. Carrie. And there was a lot of that ESP telekinetics, telekinesis kind of. Uh, we have sadly lost in magic, film. magic of some sort. And it was I, the, the magic of those was was a lot of fun because you could explain things happening inside of the camera the, the the special effects happening without having to do a lot of a special effects you're like mm, all i gotta do is really look hard at something and this knife flies across the room and, and things like yeah, that yeah. and the fire starts uh, right right you don't yeah, need fire. right you you yeah. look real close and someone bursts into flames instead of you projecting flames from your fingertips that's a lot cheaper to do it that way and i i think there were a lot there were a lot of those films back in this era the late 70s early 80s before i don't know yeah. before there was any any good cg and not even well, I mean, that in the 80s this is one right yeah, but even even incredible. like really good green screen um yeah. this the the effects in this film are bar none i think they're amazing all of the prosthetics uh the i don't even want to talk about the head explosion because it's it might be number one as far as practical effects has ever, ever been uh, ever. that, yeah. that in the mean, chest buster in alien, I cannot think. And ladies and gentlemen, if you want to uh, give us your greatest practical effects 
of oh, all time. Cool. I would yeah, I love like to hear them, but those are my top two. This yeah. this head explosion and the chestburster from Alien. Uh, but yeah, that's that that's this era that's of all the practical effects. This man, even when like at the end when his veins are popping out of his the bladder, forearm, the bladder eggs. It, oh, it's so man, oh, it's, it's so good. Great. And it's so detailed. It's not just a bladder, it's small bladders looking like veins in your forearm. Oh, yeah. And God, man. Yeah. Blood is streaming out of them, and then like chunks yeah. of face is falling off. Oh, it's so great. Good. And it's when his all, eyes like, shown. It's not when his like eyes explode. Tricks. That that totally got a shock for me. I'm like, whoa, that was amazing. That was all, all, I, all I can say that it was it was just so, so much his fun eyes could see. take over Michael Ironside's yeah. eyes. I, and so you can well, know you that guys we are won. jumping all over the place, man. We're right, like 20 right. Minutes let's into let's this let's, and... let's reset. Let's reset. Let's no, reset. they've well, seen the movie. Bit. It doesn't matter. Charlie, you've got you've got some history with this. Let's, I do let's have hear some it. history with this. Yeah. One. Um, number one. This VHS cover you would see in the rental store is iconic. It's oh, always yeah. had that Michael. How Ironside. did that not make our top five when we did the? Uh, we should we so, should do that again. Honestly, we should do it again. We there's should do so it again. Many mm-hmm. that it's not. It, you know, when we say top five, it's just a good grab to get people. There are it so was, many others. You can go forever. What we remembered it, as kids, what what made an impression I on us. I right? always remembered this cover. It was actually one that really was striking. It kind of is unnerving. Mm-hmm. But I didn't watch this movie, as I've said, I didn't watch a lot of horror movies, so I was a lot older. I could rent them on my own. The movie that made me watch this movie is from the clip I just played earlier, Wayne's World. I watched oh. Wayne's World. I heard them make that that line of, you know, mm-hmm. you remember that scene in Scanners right before that dude's head blew up. And I was like, okay, I know the cover they're talking about, so a head explodes. I need to rent it. So uh, I rented it. Uh, my first Cronenberg was The Fly. My second sure. one is Scanners. And I watched that probably about 15 years old or something. Oh, Scanners and or The Fly? S- scanners. Scanners. Okay. Um, and, man, I, I, I was just so hooked watching that movie. Okay. I was. Um, it, for whatever it is, for whatever the disjointedness maybe I didn't understand of the story when I was a kid, there's so much that kind of happens that while there is some parts that kind of like, okay, let's get on with it. When it does start getting on with itself, it's, it's impressive. Even though the shotgun fights, you see like blood and guts mm-hmm. flying mm-hmm. off of people yeah. or, you no, know, the blood them. squibs that happen are awesome. It's, I've got, it's fantastic. My complaint with that is this is a movie about scanners and yet they send henchmen with shotguns. That's not what I wanted. So what I, I what I gathered from that, we'll get we'll get into that. We'll, we'll stay on my, yeah. my history with yeah. this. The other reason this movie worked so well for me was because I was a huge comic book fan as a kid growing up. Oh, this and is like this was Professor X goes R rated X Men. Yeah, like yeah. if if mm-hmm. if this was Professor X versus Professor X, or <laughs> you know, had Jean Grey sure. gone evil, not just mm-hmm. to the Phoenix. But she's literally because you have Michael <laughs> Ironside in notes. <laughs> exactly that. Mm-hmm. No, I said this is like X Men, but less cool. Well, I mean, th- for <laughs> this is along yeah, the lines, like basically, sure. Michael Ironside's like building the Brotherhood of Mutants, like Magneto yeah. did. He's building the, the Brotherhood, brotherhood of Scanners. He absolutely is. Yeah, and you you have this organization that's using good scanners to fight the bad scanners. So it's like good mutants versus mm-hmm. bad mutants. Oh. 
the lines are a little blurry on who's actually bad, who's actually good, which has <laughs> no always kidding. been like that in the comics. So I was drawn to that. And last night, A, this was the first time I ever seen it in HD, which Nate said, it's phenomenal. Also, this is, you know, like, it may be a cult classic. It's also in the Criterion Collection. Like, that goes a long well, way for Criterion is, is real good about getting them the the cult classics out there they've, they've but got I mean, some really they they, they really stuff. pick yep. out some mm-hmm. monumental like you know ones that have yeah an impact yes. on, on film as on a film. whole agreed yeah, which agreed. we've already said this one has this is probably like i would say the sixth or seventh time i've watched this movie and every time oh, i watch okay. it i because i understand more, I'm not like watching for the first time going, what's going on? What's going on now? I know what's going on. And so I watch it another level of it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I've peeled back another layer. I start understanding a little bit more. I start putting more of the pieces together. And honestly, it only comes to a certain point where there are no more pieces mm-hmm. because there is no more story to it. You know, it's right. Right. The, uh, the puzzle is complete. You... Right. Uh, one okay. the, the, I never can remember their names. The two, the most famous uh, critics, uh, e- uh is it ebert. Is ebert? ebert so ebert had rated this two thumbs up but he even goes he goes well, the biggest flaw with this movie is i i don't connect with the characters whatsoever yeah yes. like i feel like i'm just watching something happen not yeah, that it's that's... happening in front of me you know and i'm involved and i was like that actually nails mm-hmm. it right there I'm watching something happen and unfold, but as an outside viewer, I am not drawn into the story. I, I don't connect with the main guy. He's no, very, Bale's right. very boring. He's, he's bland. white bread. Not only is he boring, but he's not really good. I yeah. mean, well, this is this is his first thing too. So I have to go. I, I don't mean. You I don't know, mean that's good. a little. I mean, I his mean character like sucks. <laughs> the character, the, the character of Cam- Cameron Cam. What Vail. is his name? Vale. Yeah, but yeah. I think okay. it's Cameron Vale. And, and the, the, the not Michael Ironsides guy. Yeah. Uh, he isn't necessarily a good person. He just happens to be on the side that is opposing Michael Ironsides. No, I think I, he just kind of sucked with his powers. I, I, think, <laughs> I think he was very good at his powers and was testing some waters that, uh, much like a lot of heroes and villains, they they run this razor edge of am I good am I bad I mean the kingpin is a great uh, example of that the kingpin believes wholeheartedly that he is fixing the city with what he is doing in Hell's Kitchen yeah. and by doing that he's but he's doing it by all all means necessary so he's uh, killing and and eliminating and what whatever he's doing uh, to fix what he thinks needs fixed whereas daredevil is trying to stop him because kingpin is killing and things like that so that's that's one of the beauty of these these comic book heroes where they're they have this even thanos they have this grand plan this thank you yeah. I, i'm I, i'm i'm hitting a couple of walls here but they they have this they, they have this idea, this ideal of greatness of how things could be better. And not all of it is crazy. And then you have mm-hmm. the other people going, well, you're crazy. So who's right? Well, you have wrong? the people that'll, I don't go, know. 
you'll have the people that'll go for it regardless of what it takes to do it. People that are willing to kill to do it. Then others that are like, well, I don't disagree with your idea, but you're the way you're going about it. Genocide is, is no way to fix anything, right. period. Which, uh, which, which is what, what ties right yeah. in with the X-Men thing was. Exactly. You know, Magneto trying to, you know, further mm-hmm. the mutant population. Well, further the mutant population. And, and we are homo superior as far as Magneto exactly. is concerned. And, and we should had, be ruling the world because we have the power to do that's so. That's the same thing and Ironside X-Men had were like, well, no, yes. no, we need to defend humanity from kind of ourselves or at least our species, we need to defend them and coexist. So that they, and coexist exactly. And it's uh, wow, this is awfully deep. I think. <laughs> well, I think I this is kind of a this. deep. Well, it's kind of a deep on topic. Whenever you get into what scanners is actually uh, about. Okay. All right. I mean, it's really like is. that part is only three sentences in the very any monologue. <laughs> I mean, it is, but it's in the story as you I, go through. I, Again, I see what you're saying. Not, it's not explored to the fullest capacity that it should have been. Like, I think it is. Uh, yeah, you, you have multiple watchings to concept get it. Okay. is like, you know, well, we've now made scanners public, and we've now have a PR nightmare because we have six dead bodies and a fugitive on the run. So they a even yeah, fugitive, like, yeah. they are like, we have a. Uh, you know, just bad publicity at this point is what they're more focused on than these mm-hmm. six dead bodies. So they are with that corporation just worried about the corporate stocks. You know, that's that's the on the on the outside layer with the corporation. Mm-hmm. Take it down to the doctor who is who finds Vale, who we find out owns the other owned the other chemical company that makes the the chemical that yeah. Ironside's using. Yeah. FM, you start FM putting, FM yeah, you start putting together that he was actually originally orchestrating this, but now he's trying to kind yes. of undo yeah. a little bit of what do what he and well, even if he expected, he, he opened a, a Pandora's like box Ironside. and he's trying to right. stuff it back in. Well, yeah, this is you know the big shock reveal. They're mm-hmm. brothers at the end of this, mm-hmm. and the, their father is Doctor Ruth. Is the SP. doctor? Yep, loved giggling uh, in our group <laughs> chat every time they're saying he said Doctor Ruth again. Kids, go ask your parents about who Doctor Ruth was. <laughs> I have no well, idea who Doctor Ruth is. You two exactly. are aging yourself. Nate, hey, go ask your parents who Doctor Ruth I is. I don't even want to talk to my parents about Doctor Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> no, you really don't. <laughs> no, no, because it might be why you're here, Nate. <laughs> Yeah, it, she was a sex therapist, basically. Oh, is and, that that old woman that was always yeah, talking about dildos the, on, the, like, the TV tiny German yeah. Uh, yeah. sex therapist. Yeah. Oh, that woman's she awesome. Was, I like she, her. You're damn right she is. It's yeah. another episode of Saxa Ruth, and she would just go over, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, is oh, this is a scanner dildo. dildo. It will give you the big O face. <laughs> This, this is how McConaughey thinks. This will be the brood. It will build the anticipation. <laughs> Good God. This one will make you shiver if you catch my drift. Oh, we have the Cronenberg line. Thank you very much for making dildos out of my films. What's the fly? Does it buzz? <laughs> oh, it buzzes all right. No, I don't. I can't believe we've already digressed to this. I, we were having a really <laughs> great conversation. Yeah, it was boring me though. All oh, this yeah. blah blah blah, <laughs> political. Yeah, you know what? You gave way too much credit to what this movie is doing because, like I said, 
Michael Ironside's plan isn't revealed until like the last two sentences of his monologue. Yeah. Uh, join me and we will have other scanners and we will take over the mm-hmm. world, which is what the poster promised me as well. And instead, all I got was a movie of henchmen with shotguns and guys that can control minds who don't even make one single person turn a shotgun on themselves to give yeah. me a giant head explosion. I was expecting that. Mm-hmm. I will be honest. Every There's all that time one guy. There was a guy with a gun on screen. I was like, oh, this is going to be the moment. When there was uh-huh. like five guys with shotguns, I was like, oh my God, we're going to get a five shotgun head explosion. I wonder, oh, and no. it doesn't I, I, happen. Yeah, I wonder if that was a budget thing, though. Because this was a rush production, and it was a tiny, yeah, tiny was a uh, huge uh, budget, budget whatsoever. I, but, I think they the one clearly that, blew their load on the yeah. head explosion. Which this is, is where, amazing for me. It's the concept, the idea of a good scanner going after a bad scanner. I love this idea. I yeah. love, but with Vale, what they should have done was show Travolta. him. They should have shown Vale honing in on his skills. Him getting better and better. They, yes, they yes. barely they, they touch they on fall that. Flat, which I, I actually enjoy the scene with the yoga master because mm-hmm. it's it, it's quite tense the way they play it. No, like, that scene's he, great with him saying mm-hmm. like, "Please stop!" Like make him stop. Yeah, because that guy his heart. That guy, you know, they were saying like he is so in control of his body that if he feels you going too much, we'll stop it. A, I think the dad is dr ruth is pushing way too hard for being the very first time stop it pete uh yes <laughs> uh, dr ruth will show you how to push it, it real but good. you're right you're right charlie he's pushing the, him too hard for this is the this first is time first they time. tested it and that guy's like i the guy's really selling it like mm-hmm. he's dying and and begging that, to for him to stop begging to like stop mm-hmm. him that he's not going please stop they're going he's yelling stop him stop him now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and when they just about put the chemical in his hand is when he goes oh you're right it is easy and i was like ah that's kind of a it's a dick a, move and that's, that's why a he's Ray a bad skywalker guy. in yeah. the star wars things like yeah. I think, way too good way too fast i think when you're scanning though you kind of lose a bit of yourself like, I get that. I feel. I think, I think that's sure. what's happening. You get a god complex for sure if you can do it. I don't do know that if it's a god of... complex. I think oh, it's sure. like you can't fully control it. So mm-hmm. it's like as if you're watching yourself do it, but not controlling it. There's a great way I was looking at that was when you watch Pacific Rim and they go into the drift together, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the one girl gets oh, lost she could, in the. She drift. couldn't control herself. Oh, okay, all right. I kind of look at like that. Like you're connecting to some, and he's going. He's always gone for the mind. We find that out because then we find out he can control other things. But when you get like he got stuck in that op- the opening scene in the mall where he got like really stuck on that lady. Was that the mall from and Commando, by the way? I kept looking at that, but the stairs aren't correct. It looked um, like the same color scheme. It's, it's You're not both nerds for bringing it up and knowing it wasn't. But it could have been. It, it, it no, you want to know what the nerd part is? Yeah. <laughs> is the shot that's real wide angle of him going up the escalator and then sliding off the edge of it and how yeah. beautiful that stunt work was in that shot. That's I, me being a nerd. Now, also me being a nerd is that damn kid was on the escalator again, and I hope there's a goddamn <laughs> bloodbath when he fell asleep after that trank. Did you cringe when he's laying on the escalator and you yeah, see that Yeah, I cringed because where... I thought there was going to be a goddamn bloodbath. <laughs> 
Also, I love that stunt because I swear I don't think that's faked. I think that's no. a stunt man hanging He's holding off the on edge for of his dear life. It's yep. great. And it's like the third or fourth floor of this I, mall. And it's yeah. like, shit, that, I love that. That guy can do 10 pull-ups with one arm. Ex- yeah. Which, exactly. which is which is why he can hold on to that escalator all the way up. With and those arm. things are strong. Yep. As kids, we all would try to like see if that would pull it. Like, Kind of oh. lift your feet up off the escalator oh, yeah. and yep. see how much it would pull you. Those things are strong. It, it, it doesn't budge. <laughs> you, you are insignificant to the escalator, <laughs> ladies and you gentlemen. You are but the buzzing of flies to escalator. <laughs> <laughs> escalator. Why wasn't that a He-Man character? Right, yeah. Where's that? Escalator. Extendor. He would just raise you up. <laughs> All right. Let's, <laughs> let's not get too far off topic here. <laughs> my Cronenberg like- or. Cronenborgor, power of face melting. Oh God, man! Explodor. Oh man. Okay. No, I. I, I'm done. This is this this is is a difficult movie to explain why it works for me because I can I can kind of get the idea of someone watching it for the first time going, what the hell is going on? You know, I wasn't even like, I don't know what's going on. I just felt like there was ideas here not being fully capitalized. Like, I would have much rather true. seen him, like, over the course of six to eight months learning his skills. Because the beginning you wanted, scene uh, training gives montage. you... Yeah, montage. like, the beginning scene gives you, you wanted this bad idea that this guy might be homeless that has this power. jumping training montage. It, I wanted that. I went... He's holding back sharpened bamboo sticks that are on rubber bands, and he's holding them back. Uh, Like, with Neo, it works because they upload it into him. This guy, it's just a homeless guy that they they took in. Pretty much, yeah. And, like, the movie feels like it takes place over the course of two days. So I've got no It really does, doesn't it? Like, yeah, everything happens pretty quick. I think it's only, like, three or four days that this takes place. And like, like it, the it's idea, go go go. Mm-hmm. Although Ironside, I think when he's when he's locked up, like from the beginning, there may be like a week or two, because the right. doctor's he, like, he yeah, I think there is. Yeah, okay. yeah, but like Ironside, we know is a capable actor, fantastic oh. villain, you know, but, but he's it, underutilized in this movie. No one else could pull this character off like Ironside. Ironside just has this way to emote rage through his face. And then turn it off. You know, he just has this, like, he can talk normally to you. And you're like, oh, okay, it's Michael Ironside. This guy's cool. And then just, like, he's going to literally make your head explode. Like, that whole segment with him where he's, hey, I'll volunteer. And he walks up there. He's dressed real nice. He sits down. You know, he's very calm. And then that moment where he takes control and he he's selling it. And the, uh, I mean, he's doing a really big O face is what he's doing. I don't think his mouth ever makes the O look until the end of the movie, but you know, <laughs> the, both actors honestly are really selling the fact that they're in pain and agony mm-hmm. and really trying to work through this, which any other time, like in a shitty B movie, we'd be laughing at it for some reason. They well, got because this down the score as well. Like you can't, that, that helps that is added to it. The sound it, effects, the score helps. Movie. And this is, this is a straight film. This is not, played for comedy at all no, whatsoever, not at all at any like, point no at all it, wink and it, nods. even like right even some of the friday the 13th have a wink and a nod and a little silliness this is i don't think cronenberg 
ever does any comedy. I don't think Cronenberg right? has ever laughed in his entire life. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's once. that's 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 not nice. I <laughs> know <laughs> that's just Cronenberg, but like I would have much rather seen Ironside being flushed out of like picking off humans left and right, or not left and right, but having a little bit more of a villainous side to him. Instead, like the people that we see him kill. It's him escaping. So it wasn't done out of a malicious act. It was done out of I don't survival. But that's I think there's that's the disconnect you've got. He's not trying to kill everyone. He's not he taking is, over the world. No. What he's doing, and you find out at the end, is he's creating more scanners. He is mm-hmm. creating more of his kind. So his idea is to weed it out to, you know. Well, I took his idea was to have the upper hand over normies, which he does as a scanner, which is why he's recruiting scanners. Exactly. If you don't team up with him, you are a capable opponent, which means you have the same power as I Mm -hmm. do. You are a threat. I will destroy you. He could have honestly took out everyone that was human in this. I mean, you know, he does it whenever he's in the car. He would have needed a nap after. Everything. Oh, I'm sure. People. I'm sure this is like, there, there, like there's a limit to his power. With having yeah. Vale versus Ironside, if there would have been a little bit more cat and mouse, because I mean, they have zero interaction till the very end. That's where this movie kind of doesn't work. Is they really tried for this like mystery? Like they hide Michael Ironside in the discussions with the the security guy from the uh, the company. And I'm sitting there, you know, you're, you're like, that's Michael Ironside. It can't be anyone else. And they <laughs> right. hide his face twice. And then the last time they slowly pan over and it's supposed to be this <gasps> Michael Ironside. It, <laughs> it's, no, you're like, it's, did you put the camera in the wrong spot? Why are you making this? <laughs> like, it's a mystery that you're talking to Michael Ironside, you know? And I think that's where the, this was so rushed. And the only way to somewhat make it make sense is to have these little things that should have been fleshed out better. Yeah. This is just about trying to get the movie out. This is a tax break movie also. This movie I, that's, had to be made read, yeah. in a certain uh, amount of time and released by a certain amount of time to get credit for a tax break. Mm-hmm. So basically it's, this is like an end of the fiscal year movie. Mm-hmm. So the production company didn't give a shit. They, they do, put a movie out. Go ahead, make it, it make a stinker. We don't so care. Unfortunate too, it's very canon. Like, uh, agreed. Yeah. I, yeah. Agreed. I think there could have been all that could have been more fleshed out. It felt as as rushed as this film felt. It also was very slow. Like there was a lot of dialogue. There's a lot slow. of there was a there was lot, a lot of, of a character. There's a lot of character not development <laughs> uh, not development but like a character would have like a line of dialogue that was supposed to like what would usually be like 10 minutes of a film explaining if they would have like a line or two and you're like oh you guys just put that in there to kind of like save on what would have been extra time i will say like i don't want to see a remake of this movie either no but if they were to ever do like a a netflix miniseries like one season I'd be totally down for that. If, if you this would do is a it, world worth exploring, and this is characters that are worth exploring. That's, that's where I'm going. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I'm sorry. And that's the thing. There's two more scanner movies, right? When I looked yeah. up scanners too, and everything I read about it, it was like, oh, that's the one with all the head exploding that you really want, Nate. Right. Well, uh, and it also sucks as far as story. 
that's again that this scanners two falls into what we've talked about with the the trope of sequels it's like mm-hmm. let's do this let's and do the run thing. it into the wall and it's a direct-to-video sequel mm-hmm. and the third one <laughs> third one's almost unwatchable well they were made back to back two and three were yeah. with the same director it, yeah, it's they're not good Don't, i'm not gonna watch if you want to just watch head exploding and honestly you never think this is kind of boring after watching the fifth head explode you know, I think that's why this stuck so well is that's that's kind of the big thing that happens till the end. If I had saw three other people with the same effect happen, but I yeah. think it would have diluted it. Because I was in the, the opposite boat of going, I'm tired of seeing people with shotguns. Because there was so many more than I was. Ever I couldn't help but laugh that I was like, I love that they just, we need an armorer. I got some shotguns. Yeah, like okay, we need shotguns. I got like fifty shotguns. Opens up their jacket, and they're not hiding a pistol; they're hiding a shotgun. And then when the van drives up for them to do a drive-by shooting, okay, shotguns. If there's a part in this movie that hurts my heart, is Mm -hmm. van on van violence because I am a van aficionado. I love vans, and they are driving a beautiful Dodge A10 that's done up like a school bus. I always love those grills. And then this blacked out Chevy van that is like a repainted A-team van almost. <laughs> yeah. And all the, the the windows of the conversion van fly open like armor panels and shotguns flying out. Yes. They blow up. My Dodge van is as cool as that scene is. I'm also like, don't hurt the van. Uh, <laughs> the scene's great, though, because it's, oh, it's all it's, done it's, in it's real awesome. time. Yeah. You yeah, see the van great. driving on the sidewalk to get to so awesome. the vehicle mm-hmm. and like, like the way that he shoots that there's no edits there's no cuts no like, it's great this is almost like really early like one shot you know type filming that we've talked about like in the raid and stuff was like you see it and it's just a cut like just before it goes to the record store and it does up that ramp and it doesn't do like the air cannon that flips it they ramped it and then rolled it over and then you could tell it was propane fire yeah, behind yeah. it and everything but it's it's a cool segment but i love that nate brought up the guy with the shotgun hiding in his coat not <laughs> only did he have it hidden in his coat he's trying to be quiet and the holster has velcro and he is peeling <laughs> the, the velcro and then he's got the old school um stock that, Ma- that he has to you know the, crank the collapsible out. Stock. those Jackie- aren't quiet <laughs> Jackie saw the first one. She goes, "Is he carrying a cop gun? What has he got?" And I was like, "No, it's a collapsible stock on a shotgun." Everyone cock has a gun? shotgun in this. She said, "Cock gun, cock." You know what a cock gun? Ah, uh, this is Doctor Roof again. We explain <laughs> the cock gun. Yeah. Oh my god. I was not That's setting was you going. up for another Doctor Roof. <laughs> but no, Thanks, I buddy. like it. You're my buddy. <laughs> you know what? Screw this. We're we're close enough. Let's do another ad break after okay, we just talk fine. about. Okay, Oh, did you get Doctor Roof to pay like a commercial? No, but uh. now I'm kind of regretting I didn't put one of her ads in here. Don't go away. It could be a great. It's good because you're asshole. Oh my god. <laughs> Do you like horror movies? Do you like hanging out with your friends? Do you like having a laugh? Do you like podcasts? Well, you should check out our podcast, Spoils of Horror. We're not a review show. We're a horror movie hangout where we talk about movies that are lost, forgotten, popular, and bizarre, all in the scary realm. You can listen to our podcast while you're doing just about anything. You could be washing your dishes. You could be washing your cat. 
You could be washing your genitals. <laughs> All forms of genitals accepted. We are a fully inclusive genitalia show. Yes. We are the number one ideal podcast for washing your genitals. Our genital Yelp reviews are unsurpassed. Five and a half stars. <laughs> you don't want to know where that half came from. Uh... Now that you know that... <laughs> Check us out on all major platforms. You can search for Spoils of Horror on all social media sites. Come and hang out with us. We'd love to see you. And your genitals. <laughs> Bye. Don't let the commercials bug you. We're back. Well, guys, it wasn't Dr. Ruth, but some spoils of horror genitalia jokes, I think. Go right uh, along yes, with yeah, if Dr. you want to Ruth wash your pop. genitals properly, that way your partner will not it's be exposed of, to the dangers. One of my favorite liners ever. <laughs> Do you, you like guys, genitals? Not what I expected when we were doing scanners. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I'm not, I just don't know. So insane. But no, I... <laughs> I don't, I don't have an issue with the whole shotgun thing. Like I, I get, you know, that this works. Honestly, it kind of makes more sense. If I'm going after someone that uses their brain to like explode people or control people, I want something that's going to make that brain go away. Yeah. But you also and, are a sniper and you are a hundred yards away. You don't. That's not, that's never a guarantee. Windage is off a little bit. Small right, target. Fair. This is up, and another thing to Nate's right. thing, like, I'm never a hundred percent sure if the henchmen are actual scanners, but what I did gather, yeah, same, is they were being controlled by Ironside. Mm. I because there's that yeah, point where think? there's like this. Right. Well, there's an edit where the the two guys that survived the first attack, right, they go the into the apartment that it does like this this fade wash where their faces are where Michael Ironsides is. Mm -hmm. And it does like that weird, like fade edit. And I was like, that is purposely done. Mm. I feel like either he's seeing what's happening through their eyes or he's oh, okay, controlling. Yeah. Okay. That's a good can, point. Yeah. He controls that one cop at the beginning with little effort that shoots the two agents when they capture him. After the big head explosion. Yes. Okay. He yep. has his yep. foot on his throat. Yep. You get out and you're expecting that to be Michael Ironside holding the gun, but it's the cop or whatever he is. Mm -hmm. And Ironside is not like, you know, straining. He's just looking at the dude, making him shoot those two guys. Mm -hmm. So I was like, this guy's way more powerful than ever gets explained in the movie, which is another issue with Vale. Vale has how, no reason to be that he, controlled. He, he he doesn't have that. Yeah, he doesn't. He's not got that uh, experience behind him. He yeah. hasn't leveled up. He's not. No, he, he, he doesn't. Dungeon he doesn't, crawled it enough. Seems to, like he bare, like he's aware up. of his power, but that's about it. Like you know, I I felt like the woman was more powerful than him. Exactly. Like, I burst. That's what I was. I was kind of hoping for that. She was. Wow. Yeah. I because he she could turn her into out, another right? person. Oh, I love that whole interaction. Yeah. Where yeah. that dude sees his mom. Mm -hmm. I was like, this, and they visualize it. it they yeah. could have cheaped out, and the guy just being like, mommy, mommy, and never shown like and this older a, lady. James Gunn did person. in yep. The Suicide Squad. Exactly. You know? The like, you know, uh, focus on your mother. Yeah. And it's stuff like that that I like because it's like, okay, the scanners, they can raise your heart. 
They can explode your head. They can catch you on fire. They can manipulate what you see. There's cool ideas here. You're learning that they can damn near do anything, though. This is Professor X, man. Yes. He can make you think however that person wants to attack you, they can, as long as their imagination can yeah like towards the end of the movie i I would not have been shocked if one of them had like telekinesis like they could move items with their brain that's that's where i was was, that's where i thought they were going i mean they they uh, pete was kind of making fun of this you know not really make fun of but we we have our our slack chat and he was talking like so scanners can reprogram computers yes and they do kind of touch a little Mm. bit like it is circuitry it is like a a neurological looking brain why would that be so difficult for us to do and i I think that's the stretch they try but they don't they don't lead that up correctly it's like all of a sudden now he can go get on a phone hack into the computer why'd you even go there if you could hack into the computer through a phone line you know that 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 just that drove me crazy. Like it oh, did. you call a number and you are able to get into a computer system that yeah. is unhackable, which is now hackable. Well, it, it according to our that hackers was, episode, apparently if you just have a subway line, yeah, you just put it in like cookie monster. Right. Yeah. <laughs> totally. And that's like, what he did. He did scanner was, monster. That was a leap of faith that I had a hard time jumping off. And, and I, I was, will I will 100 percent agree was, with that you. Was, that was that was a hard that, that one was a hard sell for me I, I in this film that never talked about computers at all until that moment. And it was very convenient for that computer to be manipulated at that time. And that's that's I do lazy or rushed. I think that's rushed writing. Yes. And, because and what I, they I will do go that way up. Yeah. While that part is a little odd, I do like the idea right after where they're like, well, we need to stop him. Well, this thing basically has like a auto destruct, like it'll erase everything. Right. You know, it's memory banks. And if this scanner's attached to it by all thought process, that should also erase every, a scanner. Every, you know? every enterprise uh, network has a self-destruct button. <laughs> I, I probably, a, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, for someone who works in an enterprise <laughs> IT world, oh yes, we have a big red button that will destroy look, everything. This is straight is it like cabin in the woods where you don't even need oh, yeah. a key to unlock it. Uh, oh no, well, it's right there. You need to stand what? on that side of the cabin. I'll stand on that side what? of the cabin, and we'll turn it at the it's same. It's not time. even that complicated, guys. This was invented <laughs> by a man called Doofenshmirtz, and oh, you dude. know, it's always an uh, explodey button, and he's like, uh. <laughs> A platypus? Oh, Perry the scanner. I, you know, that's exactly what this guy. Nate looks confused. You not watch Phineas and Ferb, man? No, <laughs> no, no. Oh there was a minute where I was like, oh god, these two are aging themselves again. No, Phineas this is Ferb, current. This no, is that's, my I know kids. Phineas and Ferb is current. Yeah, that's Doofus. That's Ferb. all I know. <laughs> Everything he invents. I know Phineas and Ferb as a self-destruct button, Every, and it's always in the Nator. Hey, and the guy knows what he's doing, then, clearly. has a destruct button on it. I'm glad Pete got that whole reference. I was trying to throw a softball to Nate right over his little head. Yep. Nothing Nate's, on this end. I'll play a softball. He's still playing T-ball. I don't yep, know. Yep. That's, that's, that's his generation, dude. So... What? What are you, Gen A now, Nate? What, I'm a millennial. Get, a millennial. get it right. He's, You're a millennial? He's a millennial. Yeah. Is that old? Yeah. He's 88. 88. He's a millennial. 
Okay. I'm 80. I, I barely get in the line hey. of Gen X. Damn, yeah. Charlie, you're old. Oh, this I'm one year older than Scanners. There is a scene in this movie that has <laughs> always... Stop it. That has always been this, like, wow factor moment for me. Okay, I remember the first it. time I saw it, you know, when I first watched this movie, and that's when the, they're at the doctor's office, and the girl stays oh, behind to watch yeah. the... The, the door and she's getting scanned and mm-hmm. then you find out that this it's unborn baby baby is doing this it. woman mm-hmm. is scanning her and it's this moment this light bulb moment of oh shit they're creating well more okay so i didn't scanners. catch that right away i was like yeah. oh so this is another if i may say mutant that is, yeah, we can call uh, it. That, that since she is a scanner, she is sensitive to it. And the baby, she's able to sense that the baby is scanning her. But then later on, like very, very quickly after yeah, the right scene, after. they are, uh, they, they are creating these, these uh, people, these, these mutants, yeah. uh, much like Firestarter uh, or, uh, right. See, yeah, Firestarter. For me, it was what? the boys. Like the boy. when it was going through this, I was like, "Oh, this is the boys!" Like, oh what they're yeah, doing. the boys' TV show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yes, yes. Where it's just like even down to the baby, you know, For that sure. just yeah. explodes people into jelly. Like but this yeah, is an idea that, that, that the yeah. boys mm-hmm. could have then taken. Mm-hmm. The thing that was bothering me though was that they were using the same drug to create the scanners as they were using to suppress so I, the scanner. I was hoping you were going to bring that up because I wanted this, to talk to you about the that, ephem- we the, efre- the ephedrine, ephemeral, ephemeral, ephemeral. That's what it was. So they were administering the ephemeral, I think, to the mothers with mothers. unborn babies. Yes. And in this scene that you were describing, Charlie, yeah. the baby was scanning the other scanner, mm-hmm. which means that this doctor, this, this, OBGYN, I, I assume. That's what I assumed it kind of was. Or, or or maybe a just a GP, whatever. He did uh, have a male patient. There, there was there. A, so there was a dude was in there, so it was probably a general GP. practitioner. Yeah. Right, right. Uh so he's administering this to his female pregnant uh, yes. uh, uh clients. Patients, yeah. Uh, patients, thank you. And yeah. yeah, they they were that's how they were creating them, but it was also the same drug that was prohibiting or in inhibiting the psychic abilities of the scanners. So here's what I've gathered over watching this was we get a little bit of information from doc, the, his dad, the doctor, when he's explaining what the medicine is and he, he goes, it's harmless to non scanners, but right. It will. It said, he says suppress. I don't know if it fully suppresses them or not. And it, it seems like the stronger you are, the the quicker it wears off. Oh, well, sure, they, sure. They give it to Michael Ironside at the mm-hmm. beginning of the movie, and he's mm-hmm. back he's, in a car he's, ride. He's, yeah, he's good. So what yeah. I've gathered from watching this was, A, that doctor is not telling Vale all of the truth. He is not, like, well, I think he's on a need-to-know basis. That's kind of what it is. So he's only saying, like, yeah, this doesn't affect normals. Instead of going, well, if we give it to pregnant women and it passes on into the child, that child then becomes a scanner, which is what how he got his boys was because he gave his wife that medicine. It was a 
unfortunate side effect from that ad they were showing him in the magazine. But that just because it awesome. created yeah it, oh it totally fits i'm sorry but because it was a medicine it was a it was a chemical that created them it also somewhat controlled them once they were developed and so that's what i kind of oh. took it from so if you give it to okay. a normal pregnant woman mm-hmm. in her biology it creates a scanner if you give that direct chemical to a scanner it suppresses the power for a time being you know kind of like a an antivirus almost, you know, like, uh, but you know, how you would take a virus that creates something, dilute it down, give it to, you know, the sick person. Yeah. I get what you're saying. I don't, I don't it's, get it. It's very convoluted because it was never fleshed out. That's the problem here. Like even it, they cut out every, and I don't know if they cut it. There is no talk between Vale and the doctor. It immediately goes, no, right. I need to talk to you. The baby scans, the girl, Vale's running out of there going, I know everything. And it's like, yeah, where was all of that information is, for it's me? So it's so rushed. This movie is so rushed. Yeah. And then Ironside standing outside. Yeah. Like yep. it's like, holy, I know you guys got to get this done, but I need time to process what's going on. I'm still shocked too. by the baby. Yeah. The movie's an hour and 40 mm-hmm. minutes long. So like if they would have added this extra stuff. It would have been two hours easily. Oh, you you could have eliminated don't, this. There's don't part give... of this movie, though, that like it would have just felt even longer. Even though I was enticed from the opening, there was, you know, once we kind of get to the middle section, it's not like slow to the point where I was like looking at my phone or anything like that. Like I was. No, I never looked at my phone. once looking down or anything like that. Oh, I did. I there was like every time there was like a little bit of, you know, talk. The very next scene was something insane. Like as much as Nate likes to rag on, there was always a shotgun scene coming up really quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like we had the big meeting of everyone, all the the good scanners in that. Oh, apartment. that was the scanner orgy. The That's scanner orgy. Ah, the, the, right. the, the scanner because uh, they you, were all like, "Oh, it's exhilarating." We're you, all what, in sync. What's it called Ooh. when you're doing the psychic medium thing? It's oh, a well, seance, okay. Goldberg does right? It's a seance. It's it was a like seance. the scanner seance. Yeah, because they all on. had their clothes Let's on. Let's talk about the seance. So you've got like sure. six six scanners doing yeah. whatever they're supposed to be doing. They're reaching well, they were doing out. the sex from yeah. Demolition Man. They're... Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Why did we go one this way? Six. What? That's what they were doing. They were not. They, they so were, were trying to find a Michael. Way, we have yeah. never said this Charlie? guy's name in the movie. I think it's I watched the movie. Yeah, sure. yeah, don't you <laughs> right. start with me. <laughs> so this this seance. Yeah, I'm I, very sorry. No, Hollywood. you you done screwed up here. You should have a familiar watching over your your powerful telekinesis people, right? They had that's nobody, where I felt like they, they had, had nobody watching woman. over them. No, they did. They did. No, no they he died. Did. They, they did. threw him over they the stairs. stairs. I okay. He's the guy that met him at the door. Yeah, and made sure they were anything, He's and the I guy missed, that's watching I the door. Completely missed yeah. that. They and come around that's, on him, and he's like, "Oh, hey!" And they. Through him, however, this is what happens when you look at your phone, Pete. I, I did. This I is did, what I did. happens. You look at your phone. That, these and shotgun wheelie assholes 
just walk in and start laying down. On Which these... is an amazing scene because it was they, pretty cool. Like, right. They walk in and they me. blow away like two or three people. Mm, like It was at least two. Like yeah. Across the room was but amazing. Also, when it was happening, I was like, there was that's really what made somebody... me realize that you don't have Man. full control when you're using your scanner powers. Oh, no. Because no, they were oh. concentrating very hard on doing what they were. They didn't know do. what was going on with their surroundings. So that's what makes right. it. Which is why you like... have familiars or somebody guarding. Well, he did. You. He got thrown down the stairs. I, I missed it. <laughs> he got launched over the rails head first, mind you. Yeah. He, he did. He, he got gone. a boo-boo. Um, he got a boo-boo on his I brain think, brain. I think that was part of. That's like the 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 Achilles heel to being a scanner is when you're in it. Oh, yeah. You're yep. in it. Like yep. there it's is tunnel like, vision every or time, something. Yeah, every time Vale's doing it, every time Michael, Michael. Now I think Michael Ironside is the, because he's the first, basically the strongest, however you want to say it. He's Homelander. He is, he, he's Homelander. He mm-hmm, has a mm-hmm. bit more control. So he is aware of what he's doing. Now, maybe what they were doing in that seance was literally trying to focus all of their ability into that one Mm-hmm. you know projection and that's why they were all completely but man that one chick she snaps out of it and bursts those dudes into flame oh, oh, and like she, damn near puts that dude through the wall them, there was an imprint of that dude yeah there was drywall well i love that <laughs> and that's scene. also made me realize like made me think like she's so powerful that that's no a, one that's, would have gotten shot you know she's so powerful and she's known her power longer than this jack off yeah. And she should have been the hero of this film, but this is Yes, the, definitely. This like is that should have been 80s especially no girls girls Women are allowed heroes. to be heroes yeah, in 1881. No. no, they can't be badass. 1881. Is we going that far? <laughs> Old western scanners. That's what we're doing. We're I would watch the, that, okay? We're Give pulling me your a money in that bank, Yeehaw. Old, Old west scanners. I I think uh, I'm down for that. I also found out when looking up Scanners 2, there's a movie called Scanner Cop and Scanner yeah. Cop 2. And about, I don't how about know we, if it's about a cop. How that about can we blow not watch brains. those movies? Hey, to be files, you never right. know nope. what could happen. No nope. cyborg cop nope. was amazing. So, you know, was it, Scanner was Cop it, doesn't it, scan a single was, thing. Was, that would be hilarious. Really? No, he's literally in the office scanning documents. <laughs> <and> it's Scanner <laughs> Cop. Like, I, I'm sitting there going, cop. I've been very misled. <laughs> I would I would make that movie Scanner just to Cop see how many people guy. I could like he's rope like, into he's watching. Trying it. to get to the uh, <laughs> uh, to be the oh shit. He's trying he's to get scared. to the deadline, Pete. <laughs> skip. All I, that. It's fine. We'll skip all that. Uh, y'all bring up a very good point because I I've seen this movie more than you guys, and I still go at the end of this. Why is she asleep on the couch in the next room? Like <laughs> you literally have the three most powerful scanners all within like 50 feet of each other. Mm-hmm. I do love the end of this movie. I, I, it is shocking. It is well done. I, and it's, it's a, it's a psychic battle. That's very visceral and visual. And I love that. You know, we talked real quick at the beginning of the episode. This is where like veil is like bulging out. You know, we get, we, yeah. okay. We get the whole monologue. We know now all oh, this corporation, bad Michael Ironside. He is, he is good, but he's willing to get his way no matter what. Join mm. me on the dark side, mm. brother. We will rule this world called Earth as scanners. He doesn't say it like that. It'd been cooler if he had. Pretty much. 
Yeah, but, he would be like, I'm a scanner, you're a scanner, we're all scanners. <laughs> we're all scanners. If you would have given I'm the same dude, speech dude. for How the do you omen. Get that reference, but not Phineas and Ferb. You asshole. I'm a 90s kid. God. Phineas and Ferb's early 2000, like mid 2000s. Still. So. Dude. As dude, Pete would I say, know. I was so busy, like, chasing skirt and not watching Phineas and Ferb in the mid 2000s and I w- wasn't being very lucky because I was too busy drawing the cover of Blade 2 on DVD uh, you, yes you were you still you haven't produced that image I, it's gone it's forever gone alright I don't then know where you didn't do it and you have to quit referencing it okay I think you, you gotta have receipts it. go listen to Spoils of Horror's beautiful episode on Blade 2 it was a great good. way to segue that into our scanners. It was episode. just a commercial drop for them. Uh, I had already done. Yeah, I gave them Again. a second one. All right, great. I scanned I it they, into the episode. I hope they're ah! Ah, Stop it. So, yeah, I, I love this in fight that basically Ironside's like, look, if you're not with me, I'm going to absorb your ass. And right. I can do that, even though we've never talked about that being a power we have. But now I do. I just learned it. I read a pamphlet like in Monkey Kung Fu. And now I know how to absorb. Yeah, I had a picture on how to do it. And I got it from the library. It was great. It's right in front of me. It's, it's, yeah, it's right there. Can I see that. I can do that. Did you not? Did you? Did they not give you one when you were in the hospital veil? It's like, no, that never gave me shit. He was like, I got a whole book. I'm like, hold on. Let me go get a folder. No, but this whole like the like we're talking about with the the the, the effect bladders that are perfectly shaped like veins they were popping. so good it's so, so good. good and the, it was the, not the face and everything it was this so i've seen is great i have seen uh similar stuff where it's almost like se- semi stop motion where they try to show like skin separating or mm-hmm. bulging this is all straight up as they're acting and moving that in these camera bladders, i couldn't figure out how they did it yeah it, they it, were, it was just, it was skin bladders it was wonderful so yeah it basically they were like their entire forearm would have been skin and the parts that weren't glued down were in the shape of veins mm-hmm. and all of the and stuff would have come through. it with the blood. Yep. Right. Yep. Which is why Michael Ironside's face kind of has like these scars added and a few other things. His middle of the forehead scar is so unnerving in this movie. I love then, that, that, that story thing. behind it. The yeah. whole thing behind where he's like, mm-hmm. there's people in here so you tried to drill your head. He goes, I had to let the pressure. I had out. to let there's, it out. There's arms, there's legs, there's everything it's, in my it was head. Great. I loved that. That was and so it's stuff like that, that I adore. That, and it's like yes, agree. more stuff yep. like that. I want more. That's I, where I was left in the middle of the seriously had Cronenberg not had the, the, the difficulties yes. he had to go through on Agreed. this. A, this movie's already world renowned as far as in the horror community and you know how much people love it imagine what we would have got mm-hmm. with this mm-hmm. movie fleshed out we're possibly talking about probably one of the greatest horror movies ever had he people, actually people got... think this is one of the greatest horror movies ever i got and they're comments not, for that in my they're final not thoughts really far off on that there are <laughs> flaws but you can see the building pieces mm-hmm. of the, where he was going the blocks and there, the just, lego blocks are all falling in if there. the empire state building wasn't built all the way we wouldn't be like oh it's the greatest building of all time sure it's missing the whole foundation mm-hmm. yeah. no no you know? it's called had we seen the blueprints 
of the grenade. We could be like, this would have been had we, what you're looking at. Had we at had money scanners. to complete the blueprints and time yeah. to do so. What scanners is, is you're seeing the blueprints of what mm-hmm. he was on the verge of. But you had a studio that's pulling basically a cannon move. Yeah. And it's like, nope, we got to get money. We got to get paid. Put it out. We don't give a shit. And just threw it out to the world. And this is 1981. You wouldn't think that's what they were doing in 1981. Oh, yeah, they were, you know, for sure. But, I, I mean, just in that, now, so we, now we're again. not shocked by it. When Reagan. we go, oh, yeah, they're oh, just. That's, that's fair. That's fair. You can't put everything on Reagan. Oh, I put everything on Reagan. <laughs> Actually, that's still, I think it's still Carter. No, Carter was no, 80, wasn't he? No, no. no. Reagan, Reagan got, uh, he was in 80. Uh, Carter's... He, was, he, he won in 80. So, Carter, the yeah. end of Carter was right yep. at beginning yep. of 80. And then, Ray, okay. Hey, I was, I there was is Carter. Carter. Give me back my scanner. history lesson. Here's here's your history lesson. Jimmy Carter made it legal for me to brew beer in my house. There you go. He also might have shopped at Harbor Freight if it would have existed back then. Oh, I shopped that, at Harbor Freight. What's that, wrong with that? Nate, that is a whole nother. <laughs> we don't have time to dig into we that. We don't really have that. time to dig through that but i, know. I don't Pete, know we'll fill you in on that whole we'll okay. fill you in on that after this. yeah there's a lot there so yeah we oh, no. get to this this amazing final fight you get to see the the michael ironside that's on the cover this of the vhs amazing his really? eyes go white really? it is amazing nah we are just what do you mean we were really just talking about veil they, peeling they his face the, off they give each other the, uh, okay all right no all right. this is all when right. they're like the entire one side of Michael Ironside's face okay, is yes, ready yes, to explode. Yes. His like eyes go full white. Mm-hmm. Shit's on fire behind him. Mm-hmm. Vale is peeling his own skin off. He and does scrape his, his face off, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah he's got he a chunk of his it. face in his hand. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> Michael Ironside gives like this final like look, and his eyes turn yellow, and Vale's eyes explode out of his head. Mm-hmm. And you watch it happen. They pop like grapes. How is and this it's not an amazing? Exact. Why were you giving me shit about this being an amazing end fight? There was, there was, <laughs> there was a lot of staring and. They're <laughs> psychics. What do you want them to do? <laughs> yeah, like, that's like, what they do. They were throwing their no. heads at each other like. They were Pete doing was that. wanting a machine gun fight because we know how Pete is about machine guns oh, yeah. in movies. He's very so big I on those. I finally give him something that doesn't involve guns at the end of a final fight. And, and he gets pissed. mad at you. No werewolves, no machine guns. Can't win. What can't win. do you want? I don't think. And no one is winning right now. No, no one's I, winning right now. Y'all, I'm, I'm still winning because I got to watch Scanners and I get to talk about it. And I <laughs> and, and then right, let's keep going. We get now, the reveal, the very, the very final twist. Yeah, and I, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I will agree with you both on this end. Is she wakes up? This is bullshit. She should have been involved in the fight. <laughs> yeah, she was more powerful than the other. The yeah, actually, guy. this makes sense because. We were talking about how a woman can sleep through like literally anything. What this has we been? Were? were we? No, no. Like Charlie and I have discussed this in group chats with oh yeah, Cody and right. Mark. Like you know, if there's one thing that's for damn sure, a woman will sleep through anything. Just I have about. proof of this. When I was at a death metal concert a couple weeks ago, and there was a woman sleeping off in the side, and her boyfriend was just sitting there, and I felt so bad for that guy, but she was sleeping the, through the show. The, the boyfriend was sitting. He was sitting, sitting it was next like, to uh, her. Yeah. 
and she, and was, she was dead asleep, asleep at a was, death metal was concert. Was she passed was out going. or was she asleep? She was Nate, asleep. Nate it was too early in the show. Nate wouldn't go ask. I don't know. We Maybe kept trying to hound him. You could tell. He had out. too much. No, this was totally, it was still daylight. I mean, right. she pulled a Pete and did some day drinking. Is this that is what right. <laughs> this is go. what I'm saying. Maybe. I know a nap position okay. compared to a drunk, passed out position. All right. right. Oh, all, right. All, right. all right. Well, anyway, so she comes bursting into the room. We've already watched Vale explode. Yes. So it's not like we're going to be shocked Michael Ironside standing there. But what we get is a body cowered in a corner with a coat over them. Oh, my God. And you hear Vale's voice. Coming out of and Michael then, Ironside. And then it's Michael Ironside when they pull the coat away. With and Vale's eyes. With Vale's eyes. It's saying, very... we won. We did it. <laughs> it it's an did odd you, ending. Did you it, it's... Also, and it ends. It... And that's it. And the and honestly, to me, I'm also like, well, I would think Michael Ironside's smart enough to even try and fool her and pretend he's Vale. So, like, I don't even fully That's what I thought. E- expect that to be. I mean, if she just didn't take that nappy nap, she could have been a part of the fight and they could have won easily. <laughs> it's it reminded me. Granted, of... she was shot with a like a uh, trank gun. But you just dude, when they that shoot out that you. dude, when they shoot Vale at the beginning of the movie with that trank gun in his hand. Yeah, I was like. Holy shit, that would yeah. hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Why yeah. do you not I'll pull it out? That's the whole thing. Every time, like, pull it out, dude. Pull the dart out. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, that's the end of it. Let's that's do our scanners. things. That's scanners. And I need hey, to find my button. Hey, we scanners. Almost. Almost. <laughs> I still enjoyed uh, the hell out of this movie. That's fine. I didn't hate it. I lost it all to man. like it more. Watch it again. I challenge you. Watch it again. Uh, Not right away, but in a year. In a year. In a year, watch it again. On the anniversary. Of this On the anniversary of this, I will remind you. It'll pop up, and I'll be like, Pete, it is now time for you to go rewatch Scanners and then report back. I'll be like, I gotta. Never no, you don't get PTO. You know none of this other stuff that you try to pull. I it's not PTO. in your contract. You don't get PTO here. <laughs> All right, uh, raining blood. How many people die in scanners? Not this is pretty raining. healthy. Twenty-four. 24. I feared it would be pretty high. Yeah, yeah. that's fairly high for because you know movie. shotguns can kill a lot of people. There's a lot of shotgun deaths if they ever <laughs> unload them. Oh my god, man! I just was like talking about the shotgun deaths. Is also in one of my favorite visual scenes, and it's in that dude's studio. That guy's artwork, which you have to imagine, Cronenberg probably that blew my mind. Yeah, that, it's the the art gallery and two giant head. I love, and, I love all that stuff. And the whole I, thing of they're inside that head. Yeah. You know, when you're talking about scanners. Yep. The the one that's in the studio, no which was. There at all. Was all of the heads, and then it had all these strings going down to another uh, body laying on a hospital bed. That was in the art studio gallery, mm-hmm. and I was like, "That that picture tells so much." Just in a uh, blink, you know. Just you're, you're like Tom from Parks and Rec when he's looking at art for the first no, time. I know what I'm looking at, <laughs> not Tom. It's like this speaks to me. I don't know what it is. I don't know I what it this. is, but I just I love, love this. this. I love this. Do it again. Make me another art. Make, make me <laughs> make more me. art. 
but no, I love I love like the sculptures and stuff like that in there. It, it, if you just pause and just kind of go through each of those, they're 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 works of art, flat out. The one that was like three heads. A lot of it's very Hellraiser ish. Yeah, I was gonna say that one was very so Hellraiser. Behind the barbed wire on, and stuff, it was so cool. And then that guy's studio, and they go inside that giant head, and then they just start they unloading. Literally shotguns. walk into a head. It's, it's wonderful. It was yeah. so cool. But all right, guys. Um, I I feel like there's no reason to do this, but we're gonna. And it's oh no, there's there's no. Can I do I just go? Yeah, just make it happen it's, unanimously. Yeah, it's, 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 it's it's the it's the head exploding. It's the head explosion for the, obvious reasons. If you watch the behind the scenes of that, it's still quite shocking. And for those that may not know, it was full of dog food, uh, red, fake blood. Red, red so, dye number five. <laughs> red dye number five. Yeah. And a lot of other like things in there. But when it inflated up to a certain point, what actually made the head explode was a shotgun. They, they actually, actually fired yeah, a shotgun. because they had like 20 of them on set yeah, at all times. That's what I'm saying. Use <laughs> what you got, man. But it's it's so incredible. I I love there's a reason it's incredible it's and shocking because you're you're not ready for it if you have never seen it. But sadly, everyone has seen this. And if you've never seen the movie, you've seen anymore. the head explosion. Mm-hmm. No, you're kind of waiting for it, but I also think that also benefits being so early on in the movie is, okay, I saw it. There's still it, a whole movie to Yeah, get. I honestly it, thought it'd be at it, like the end of the movie when it, I realized I had not seen it. It also takes away from the entire movie that there's nothing as shocking or... I, I mean, Cronenberg is known for his body horror and there's nothing okay. going past that headshot but you know we talk we talked about this though a little bit in the fly there's so much that doesn't happen that is you know like there's only little spots of gore there's places we'd love to see gore but there's not very cronenberg is misjudged on how much gore is actually in his movies his fair gore is so shocking and body horror in it this is technically body horror because you're seeing a lot of like, honestly, the dart in the hand can be considered body horror. That makes your skin crawl with the placement of it right there. You're like, I, okay. All right. You can feel all that. Anytime he tries to give him the, the chemical it's in his Man. hand. All right. It's all right. it's Cronenberg is his, his whole thing is to make you uncomfortable. Yes. Yeah. So, and really that is, is yes. part of the body horror of this. And the, the not of Cronenberg. It, yeah, it really sure. is. The gore is just the icing on top, the cherry. It's everything else that makes you uncomfortable. It's, it's the, it's, it's the climax, right? It, it's the, the, the ejaculation towards of, of, of the, of the point of, yeah. of the scene. Because he could he could have cheat he could have cheated out and done normal squibs for all the shotgun blasts. Yeah, yeah. It oh, just yeah. had like little poofs. It's literal like no, you, it's, someone threw a tomato and it's, it exploded. It's not a blood fountain, yeah. but it is it is. <laughs> there's shocking. chunks. Sure. There's yeah. chunks flying in the air, and I and someone does get shot in the head. It's just from a distance, so it's not like an up. I didn't want to make the Kurt Cobain joke because that's why I was oh, expecting that mm. one guy to get it that uh, sneaks into the, the record mm. store and yes. they have him on his knees. 
to this day, I'm still like, make him blow his head off. And they don't. And it's like, yeah, I know. But those are the good guys, right? That's why that doesn't well, happen. Well, Vale doesn't care to kill, though. Like, she was having yeah. issue. Right. I think her bursting people into flames was reactionary. Uh-huh. Vale right. She's was like, like, oh, shit, I got I to gotta take care of these people. Vale become real comfortable with killing because mm-hmm. they're trying to kill him, honestly. Let's be fair. You right. know, so it's like, uh, kill or be killed at this point. Mm-hmm. All right, let's rate this bad boy. This should be Please. interesting. Guys, it's okay. He just wanted his machete back. Pete, lead us off, brother. Man, yeah, I'm curious a, about Pete's. This is a movie. It's a five. It's a movie. Mm. It's not bad. It's not I great. Fair. I feel, I I feel like I have been denied a great film. Like this thing has been built up into my horror uh, lexicon. Yes, lexicon. Thank yep. you. For so long, and I've been like, just never have I sat down to watch it. And I'm like, here's the perfect opportunity for me to sit down and watch this with two of my best buds. Oh. And it's it, like, who was at your house watching this movie? It, <laughs> it's, it's, it's me. The dogs. It, yeah, the dogs. And dogs and my one-eyed Willie. So, uh, wow. The, you know, who watches movies with pants on anymore? So he's got a point. Is that why he took his pants off when we watched the raid? That was really uncomfortable. I thought it was awkward, but it was his house. Do you want me to stand up? No, no, it's it's okay. Okay, so (laughs) (laughs) it was. It it just it just failed. So I'm gonna I I want to. I'll accept your vote. I'll accept your your rating because I'm oh, going to look at it like oh, this. Thank I feel, you, sir. Well, no, thank I you, want it. Evil overlord. <laughs> no, I, was I didn't gonna... swear on that I one. I know you didn't. I just got ag- agitated. <laughs> that's his gavel. That is that's, what that that's is. My gavel. That's, that's... Bring order to order, the court. Order, order. <laughs> order to the court. No, I was going to say, I think this is kind of, this is a, um, this is a good example of, an early enough movie that has, like you perfectly said, it's been built up to this certain level of expectation. Yet you also have all of these other movies you have seen and mm-hmm. you know what you like, you know what you're looking for in a movie that it has. I don't I hate to use the word tarnished, but I feel like it may have tweaked your expectations. Man, of, man, now, I've had seen you, a lot I, of old movies like, like Wicker Man, boy. The first time I saw that a couple of years ago, woof, that movie so that, is great. Because or Witchfinder General, yeah. that thing, that's that's a movie that y'all need to see, and that's a horror movie that has no no equal. Right. Uh, I mean, I I look at it as like I have some history with this movie, and I've watched it several times. I've kind of taken it in. It's part of my viewing mm-hmm. history sure so when i look at it i kind of get it a little bit more even with its admitted flaws it does have flaws i feel like your grade would go up on a rewatch and i really i i want to stick to this i want to say mm-hmm. in a year remind you oh. i'll watch it again too at the same time okay. or if we're in the, okay. or if we're at the same oh. area again we get a chance we'll watch scanners together 
the the um, the the visual effects are wonderful. The score is wonderful. The acting doesn't suck. Uh, Michael Vale's Ironside's not the acting. Best. I, I Vale is I, the only like flatness in this. For I him just, being the I, lead, he's not a strong lead. At I think that I think the acting and the, the 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 script is is dodgy, at best, and that's why it gets a five. It would get, man, it, it, I'm giving it. I think five is a generous for me. On the first watching, okay, that's what I have to say about I, it, and that's why I was saying mm-hmm. I think it's fair, and I wanted to be like, you know, some context to. I would be interested in seeing if this changed because I've watched. We Nate and I both ate our words rewatching Texas Chainsaw Massacre: mm-hmm. Next Generation mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. we thought was a fantastic movie. Not so I much go that far. It was I set like you a, both straight. Above how, average what a movie. Piece of we were shit excited to cover it, and mm-hmm. we. Did not rate that movie well. I, so, I recommended us not to cover that <laughs> to not, shitty movie. To not revisit that at all. So you sometimes did. we should listen to Pete. <laughs> sometimes. 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 All right, all Nate, right. What, what you got, brother? I'm kind of in the same boat as Pete, but not. Shut up. Oh No, no. Like I'm not. I'm, I'm higher than a five. Okay. So. Won't you dare say five. I, I get the I'll same feeling <laughs> of like, this has been built up. Like, it's this iconic horror movie it is iconic and, it's and then like i watch it I'm like, following and it's like oh, i don't think it is worthy of all that i don't I think it's really necessarily a horror movie either and it's not it, this is his most a, sci-fi yeah it's not a drama movie. so yeah I, no. I, sci-fi feels good yeah. this mm. feels like it it's meant for a horror audience because this wouldn't yeah. be for your normal audience so yeah, yeah, sci-fi works. I, I, I like think that. sci-fi is right. Sci- yep. Sci-fi um, horror. I will give it that that label. Barely for barely horror. There's a lot of sci-fi that has like slash horror because mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. what's in the sure, movie. Sure, yeah. and that's really where this. You had that level of gore, even on a movie that's completely one, about aliens. One they shot put horror on horror. it. Yeah. Now there's with the movie being in 1981, shot. and you think of that time period. It's impressive as hell as what is pulled off yeah. in this movie. Yes. And like we've already talked about it the got, score. It got the, a five the cinematography. Um but I do feel like this is just because how I don't feel fully that's a, a horror movie, I feel like this is something a college dork would say is like, Oh, <gasps> this is a master of horror. Let me tell you about I didn't horror. go to college. And that's what I feel like. You're like it'd right, be one man. of those master like college dorks that i can't stand i think you're pissing off a lot of people right now. i'm totally <laughs> cool with that I I, when i was writing down right my now. words i was i was ready because i was also reminded of like when i first watched eraser head everyone was talking about how much of a genius uh, david lynch is i'm head. like this movie's terrible right. you're a college dork that's just trying to sound smarter and elevated when you could have got the same education at the library for tree fitty the views of Nate on Give Me Back My Horror Movies <laughs> is not always going to be in line with Give Me Back My Horror Movies. How do you Maybe. like them apples, bitch? Uh, so put a number to also, it. We ain't heard that yet. You're 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 monologuing and haven't put a number yeah, to it. Yeah, because I got some stuff to say. <laughs> oh, but it's Nate, also like Nate hasn't said enough today. Yeah, when I saw Fulci's Zombie, and everyone uh, talks about how incredible it is, and it's a very slow movie. It's got some cool gore effects, but all those gore effects are done in The Walking Dead on 
regular television. Like it's weird to me. But that's, that's not, not fair. fair. That's not fair it's to not judge. Fair. It's not fair. It's not. It's not. You can't do that now. But it it is interesting that I I still really enjoy Zombie, and can go back and rewatch that as one being should. Slow. Yeah, scanners. Like I said, even a year from now, I don't think my opinion is going to change any. I'm just gonna be like, I'm not a college dork that likes this as much. I didn't go to college. You're a dork. What's your number? <laughs> it's a six point five. Like I, uh, it was not as bad as I was expecting. No, that's not. That's not. No, I'm gonna take that back. What? I'm taking that back. Bad? That's not what I meant. I was that's not what I meant. Good. It wasn't as good as I was expecting. That's what I meant. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not fixing that. I'm throwing you out there. Raw That's fine. I, I'm allowed to mess up my words and jumble. Charlie, it's your tune, baby. Give it. Oh, give us a, your ten. No, it's not or a ten because Fly was seven a and a half. This is my no, guess. It's it's eight and a half. It, eight? It, is, oh. it is an eight and a half. There is a reason this movie yeah. is where it is in the in the horror genre, the sci-fi genre, the the in Cronenberg's own category, you know, catalog of movies. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and I've watched several. I own several. I have shivers. You know, we got the fly. We've covered the fly. We, we've glowed about that. Sh- scanners. My God, dude. There's just, and it, it has to come from the multiple watchings. It very well and could. It has to. And it just, it, and like, it struck me as a teenager for some reason, because I had never seen anything close to this movie. And I was new in my journey into horror normally okay. it was slashers freddy jason oh, the you know, easy all this stuff. stuff yeah you start getting into things where you have to like think, think. Mm-hmm. yeah think i mean i'll be i'll be honest you know sometimes horror's brainless but that doesn't make it bad you know sometimes some of the Agreed. best horror is turn my brain off watch some shit happen mm-hmm. i've gotten better at paying attention to the story i also get a little bit more understanding when I find out more about the making of a movie, finding out that all the issues Cronenberg had to go through and he still put what he put out there on the screen and is still stuck with everyone like it has. That is tremendous that this is still a criterion pick. This is still like rated well into six or seven on IMDb on however many hundreds of people that have rated it, that we share this out, that we're covering it and people are super excited. Uh, Anna, I think is one of the, our followers, uh, cinema slab. She oh. was watching it the other night and I was talking like, Oh yeah, I'm getting ready to watch it too. She goes, you're, you're recording that soon. Right. And I'm like, yeah, we're, we're getting ready to record it. And she's super excited to hear what we have to say. Sorry, Anna. I can't, I can't control. Uh, here's what I'll say sometimes. though. Even yeah. though I think this is a lesser Cronenberg film, it's still better than what most people can put out. Agreed. You know, that's, that's like, because it's just that to me, there's too many ideas left on the table that could have been utilized better. And that's why I'm like, give me a Netflix mini series of just like six hour long episodes to fully flesh this out. But it would and have think, to be Cronenberg doing it though. It I don't want to like, see someone mm-hmm. else. It it's like I don't want to. I don't want to see someone else doing a John Carpenter movie because we've already seen what happens when they right. do that. We don't you know, talk about I don't. That. <laughs> but it's but that's the thing though, and sometimes I think some people, you know, like a lot of people remember the name Cronenberg and they're like, I know that name, but he's not really counted among the greats. You know, like Wes Craven, Toby Hooper. You're wrong. You know, Cronenberg I, is totally. Yeah, in I, I think he's. I don't hear that name near mm. as much. Well, as I think I do it's because. Others. 
Because you're in the action. Within the last 20 years, too he's definitely yeah. not done. Like him returning to horror last year with uh, Crimes of the Future, that was making waves. Like, holy shit, Cronenberg. It was making waves till they watched it, and I heard that it was. I, I've heard yellow. mixed reviews. I've heard it's vintage Cronenberg, and I've heard it's pretentious up your, his own ass. So I don't yeah. know. I haven't watched it yet. Well, it's on it's, Hulu. See, it's like I've never, it I've never watched Naked Lunch. Nothing about that movie makes me. I know two things like, wrong it. about that movie. Exactly. There's no naked and no lunch. You know, we talk about this stuff. But I've like, seen Naked Lunch. There's I, it's ugh, it's weird. I, I but history of violence. Fantastic. Videodrome also. I love oh, very Videodrome. weird. Eastern Promises. Fantastic. Like, you do love no. video drum. Okay. I, I do. I, I, A, it's James Woods. Put James yeah, Woods yeah. in a movie and I'm going to watch it. But yeah, that movie, that. that movie is very sci-fi. That's yes, not yeah, really it's horror. 100% sci-fi. Yeah. That's all. That's only sci-fi. But, yeah. Dude, when he pushes that gun in his stomach, oh my mm. God, it still makes my skin <laughs> crawl watching that scene. <laughs> Seriously, man, the, the guy is so good at making people uncomfortable. Yeah, but I'll still stand behind that. In most talks of horror greats, it's John Carpenter, it's Wes Craven, it's all the the big names that have huge franchises behind them. Then someone will be like, "Well, what about Conan Cronenberg?" And like, "Oh, yeah, th- he did like The Fly and you know, Video Journey." Mm-hmm. You know, well, I guess that's like a big point. Movies. There, he there, doesn't there, have there, any there. franchise. He doesn't, he doesn't have any franchise. No, well, that's, that's scanners okay, is it because you got two and three. <laughs> yeah, but Cronenberg has, has you know. legions of fans for his single films. It's it, and that's that's true. What I'm saying is just in normal. You don't need to have a franchise to be a great horror storyteller. No, but like I said, sometimes he's just not just, in the same this one didn't conversations. Do it for me. <laughs> I don't know. This one totally does it for me. To me, this is. I'm like, great. I'm so happy it does. This you, is. You are not alone in this one. No, uh, I have. This, there's legions this behind is a, me that is provable. Yeah, legions of people that love this movie, and it, it's and college it's, dorks. Gosh, it's okay. You're digging it's, that hole, it's and a, I'm it's not an okay. The one with the shovel, I, Nate. I, I, I'm I think Nate fully ready for it. Nate liked liked it better than me, but I think I accept it more than Nate does. But I think you will uphold your word that you would try to watch this again i will later. watch it again in a year yeah i think I be nate's fun. gonna be over there going college nerds so yeah all right. anytime i can you know make fun of them i'm gonna all right nate do you god you do yeah this i got trash shit. opinions i, yeah, I know what I, I don't i don't want to i don't want to reward your bad behavior to see up this evening I Let's gave just... it a fair score. <laughs> you did. And then you went and bashed on everyone that loves this movie. I don't know how you do this. How, how do you? <laughs> ha. How hasn't the trash anybody man. showed up I at Kamei's house? I throw the trash all over, the, all over the ring. And then I start eating garbage. They know and I'm lovable. That's why. They look at my cheeks and they pinch it. That's going to be a disaster. I think Nate is lovable. See? No. So this comes from Med Josta back in 2020. So fairly recent. Read he gave it a words. 1 out of 10 and said, oh can Cronenberg write? This movie had a cool concept, but the flow was awful. We start off with basically two opening scenes that are overlong and offer little story. Then we're finally hit with a dialogue scene with exposition that, again, is overlonged and packed with terrible dialogue. All of that information should have came out in small pieces and not in one jam scene. 
this is the sign of a bad director that doesn't know how to pace his movie. That's the problem that should have surfaced in the writing. That main guy can't act. That's all I can say. He was awful. Of course, the head blowing up was very cool. But why in the hell was the end of the movie ruined by the poster? That was just dumb. So this person okay. didn't fully end of the movie grasp was... anything. A, you see that picture and you don't know that that's the end of the movie. So it no, doesn't not at all. spoil anything. While he has some decent points that I yeah, would give it, him. It, it, no, like that that was the thing that was interesting. There was that's parts one of the best like, yeah. bad movie reviews we've ever had. He had he I had mean, legit. He had good yeah. points. But my problem is A, he gave it a one, which And he called Cronenberg a bad director, which a yeah, one out of in two this movie you can tell. Yeah, one out of ten. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's not a yeah, one out of ten. It, there's no, no way. No. That that that's called the, the I don't special know effects, the score, the acting was all solid. because was, of Cronenberg's directing is why we got even right, right. Got. And so what, what did he what did he yeah. say about Cronenberg's direction? Just say it was bad. No, no, you're wrong. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, Nate, you're wrong. Uh, that wasn't even Nate, me. It was wrong, Nate. You're wrong. You're wrong. It came out of your mouth. I'm pretty sure Nate is the one that writes all these. Uh, I think uh, I think that's what it is. He actually shit, doesn't he's, like he's this shit, stuff. Shit, shit. Uh, we always we start Nate, this, and I'm like, <laughs> and he's he's always like, oh wait, wait, I got this. And he's right, yeah. He 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 bends his head down, and we think he's looking it up, but he's actually writing this shit. No, God, Godwin, pack your shit. Did you ever see that scene in Scanners when that dude's head blew up? So here's Nate. Here's Nate. He's like, okay, here's my review. Right. So that's, he's reading bad... it just after he types it. Is how right, he's going right, through right. doing it. That was a, that was a bad movie. He didn't, bad he didn't movie, wanna... bad me, dumb, stupid, uh, writing, dumb, main person, dumb. One out of ten. Yeah. This guy. Now that 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 is a that is the epitome of trash review. That's terrible. So no, this this movie is fantastic. It's a, it's a movie everyone should watch. I, I'm not against that. Yes, yeah, you think, should I watch think, it, and I think, I think everyone, it will connect with a lot of folks. It just didn't so. just didn't hit hit hit. It didn't uh, live up to the hype. with me. No, right. Number one, I'm still very shocked. At least Pete had never seen this before. Which is why I was really excited for you to see it. it, was, it was Number two, I'm not shocked that Nate thought it was rubber for some reason. To me, I'm like, oh, that tracks. Um, I love rubber is a good yeah, time. Rubber is fantastic. I actually would have accepted him, Nate going, you know what? I was thinking of Screamers the entire time, which was Peter Weller and the little uh-huh. robot creatures under the, the dirt in, on another planet. I'd be like, Ooh, okay, I don't know that one. You don't know Screamers? Screamers, apparently, I don't. It's from the writer of. One of the alien movies. Yeah. Right. It's, uh, Ridley Scott? <laughs> no, it wasn't Ridley. It was one of the. They, so. James Cameron? <laughs> they, um. It's the only two. There's like these two movies. factions fighting each other, and one creates this like killer robot that burrows under the ground, and they call them screamers because when they come flying at you, they're basically like, like right at you with like saw blades. And slice you up, and it's it kind of dips into some uh, 
Blade Runner kind of storyline. That with sounds like stupid as shit, and I want to see it. Oh, it's <laughs> on Tubi. Yeah, it's on Tubi. It's right up your alley. Oh um, my god, that I will. Sounds I will, awful. I will not apologize for the ending either. So, it, yeah, Peter Weller's in it. Robocop's in it. Um, <laughs> it's a lot of good fun. It's it was written by uh, Philip K. Dick. That's who it was. Yeah. Yep. So. I would have expected Nate to just get the names confused, not an entirely different character <laughs> slash tire. <laughs> just, all right. All right. We done, all right. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's it. Actually, I love Pete's thing. So if you do follow us on social media, or if you don't, please go over to give me back my horror movies, give me back my action movies on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, but please come over there and tell us your favorite, practical effect in a horror movie i would that, love to hear that i would i actually would love that you know I got, if you want to email it to us at gmbmampod at yeah. gmail.com we'll take an email for it but i am super curious about it, it, either your favorite or one that just stands out to you among the others mm-hmm. it doesn't have mm-hmm. to be a favorite it could just be one that whenever i say that it pops in your brain i think that's interesting pete good job on that one you redeemed yourself nate messed up so can i can i say the f word next next episode I might, well, let's see. He might not want to say the F word in the next one. I guess I have to announce what we're doing next month now, right? Don't I? Yeah. 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 Oh, it's time. The, yes. Yeah, yes, you time. can finally reveal it. Good I Lord. Can, I can reveal. So uh, this has been June. Charlie didn't get a pick, even though I wouldn't have been upset picking scanners. Uh, but I also decided, I've been thinking that we always get October with spooky months. And yeah. it always leans heavy to the horror side of things. I would hope Even so. we've done more horror. Even though we did action movies. movies in horror in October, but yeah, we but we did end of days. Mm-hmm. End of days was cool. Oh, okay, fair. That's fair. And I forget. Oh, we did Underworld. Underworld. Yep. You know, Underwear. so I try to keep it horror centric. So I was like, man, action needs a month. And I was like, you know what? Action needs a whole month. So for all of July. It's an action movie takeover. All right, this was his way of, you know, getting revenge at us, Pete. Basically. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. we are starting. What you're sorry. hearing on the horror podcast is you get no horror yeah. movies in all no horror movies for a month. This not was even not a my bit. idea. I am sorry, horror fans. They were excited about it when I announced it. So basically, we're doing a big summer blockbuster. It's 4th of July for us Americans. Nothing but freedom, bullets, eagles, guns. And we're starting it off. No other way that I could that I could think of is an action movie that has almost every single action star in it. Starting July, we are doing Expendables Part Two. That part way we two? can get we not get Van Damme as a bad two. guy. Yeah, I no, don't know why Van we're not Damme doing Part One. Van Damme is a bad guy, guys. Van Damme oh, is a bad guy. Oh, okay. Right. Scott oh, Atkins break his heart on this one. Chuck Norris shows is up bad. in this oh, one. Okay. All Chuck right. Norris shows up in this one. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Bruce Willis. No, it's Chuck not it now. Because he makes I've not seen his this, so. own jokes. Bruce Ugh. Willis and Arnold Schwarzenegger drive a smart car. It's epic. I also have a special guest that I will save as a surprise for the episode that's coming in <gasps> oh, on that. Oh, no. One. Oh, I We're like that. Following that movie up with a, tr- a true summer blockbuster. We're finally bringing Keanu into the show. We're doing speed. It, I mean, it is just. No, we're doing just, speed? 
screams, yeah. action. My vote was speed two, cruise control, no, or whatever. No, we're not speed two, cruise control. Why can't we, we ever speed. do speed two, cruise control? Well, we did Expendables 2. Why can't we do speed two? Well, because uh, I have another sequel that's next, and we're doing Lethal Weapon 2 right after that. that would, so Speed 2 would be perfect. So I know, I right? Speed. Speed 2. Not doing Lethal speed Weapon 2. two. It's got no, William what's Dafoe. The, what's, what's, the fourth, what's the fourth one, man? Why, oh, so I have all, breaks. I also have a special guest coming for Lethal Weapon 2, so be prepared for that one. And we are finishing out our July action takeover with quite possibly the greatest childhood action movie I could think of. Childhood? I'm, ex- I'm excited for these guys. Oh, yeah. Childhood. Spy Kids? Three no. Ninjas? We're doing <laughs> Megaforce. I am bringing oh, Megaforce boy. to the channel. It is G.I. Joe before we ever got a live action oh, G.I. Joe movie. I cannot wait to let these guys watch this movie. I, I also can't have wait some, to see it for the first time. I guess I don't have a special guest for that one, but I do have some special stuff planned for our mega force episode. Woo! So a lot of fun getting ready to happen in July. I think we're going to break records as far as downloads. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you know, you guys, this little we'll horror show over here is a little bit of fun. But when you poo-poo yeah, just, on one yeah. of the greatest But then what's going to happen movies, come October, he's going to be like, well, let's do like an action horror movie. I, I have only picked one, and it's a horror movie. You guys have picked the rest of them. Yeah, you're making Pete have for to when? revisit that. <laughs> for, for October. Oh, hell. We're already planned out through December. They have picked yes. all of the October movies except one, and I threw one out that is horror, and Pete's not excited about it. Mm-hmm. We'll save that for a little bit later. Not at all. Please check us out. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Go check us out on our old socials. We'll be updating as we go. Nate, I don't even. I don't even want you to get us no, out of here. No, anymore. trust me. You're going to want this. Trust do me. Do I want? Do I? Okay. Yeah. All right. We're going to do this the scanner way. I'm going to suck your brain dry. Ew. <laughs> You're not wrong. I do love that line. No. We're going to do this the I mean, scanner that's, way. That's, that's, that's a good yeah. line. <laughs> they like that. And then they go. I, <laughs> and then they go. <laughs> Sexual pleasure that I could buy from you? Dr. Cronenberg, I thought you were dead. No, I am alive. Always. I've always just sound like a skeleton. I, I, I don't know where to go from here. <laughs> you ever see that scene in Scanners when that dude's head blew up? <laughs>